What you gonna do, brother? New WWF figures got the power. Dad, is my turn yet? It's only been ten minutes. It's been four hours. What's up with that? Oh my god! Hey yo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 25 of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. I am your most illustrious host, Chris the Heat Matthews, joined, as always, by Garrett G. Money Munt. Another fun week. Another some fun week. Wrestling. Yeah, some uh, leaked WrestleMania cards. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Some crazy stuff going on this week. Yeah, we'll get into all that, but first, we want to send our sincerest condolences to the families of... Soul Man, Rocky Johnson, Triple A's La Parka, Pempero Firpo, and Kendo Nagasaki, who have all um, passed away over the last couple of weeks. Um, big loss to the wrestling world. Um, and, of course, the, the families of these superstars. So, thoughts and prayers, good vibes to all those families for their loss at this time. All right, saying as always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at WrestleGettingPod with two D's, Twitter at WrestleGettingPod with one D because we all know Twitter can only handle one D. Uh, subscribe to us on whatever platform you use to listen to us and be sure to leave us that five star review if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also email us at AskWrestleGettin at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, or criticism? Just know we don't take criticism well. Nah, it depends on the day. True. We may reply with fuck you. <laughs> fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so let's break it down into the news. Well, hotline fans, I have got a hotline rumor for you. The number, what's the number? Let me call the number. In the Hulkster's hotline... You may do so by dialing one All right, so big thing, one of the biggest things coming off of the last couple of weeks we talked about a little bit. Uh, was it last week or the week before? One of the two. Oh, I don't remember. Probably the um, week before. You can go back in the archives and listen to that. Uh, we talked about Marty D- Marty Skrull's deal with Ring of Honor being up. Um, it looks like they have negotiated a new contract. Uh, which would allow the villain to work for other companies, including NWA, New Japan, and AEW. And as also included in that deal, Marty is now the lead booker for Ring of Honor, which those booking duties started um, during Ring of Honor's recent uh, loop with um, Atlanta and Concord, North Carolina. So, and we saw the results of that with... Strictly Business and Nick Aldis attacking Flip Gordon at the end of the PCO match um, the Atlanta show and then showing up for commentary on the Concord show and being run off by security and um, Brody King and Flip Gordon. So, so hopefully this leads to a working relationship with some of these other companies because God knows Ring of Honor can use it. Yes, they can. For sure. <clears throat> what else we got? Some other big news. Um, AEW on TNT extended to 2023 with a second show being added which is possibly a repackaged AEW Dark. Yeah. I don't watch AEW Dark to begin with. Huh. I guess the the big rumor with it is that they're supposed to be adding like more backstage things and more like documentary style um, stuff with the programming outside of the actual wrestling. So we'll see how that works. And it's actually not supposed to air like all 52 weeks out of the year, which is kind of weird, but whatever. Just another programming to get more exposure on TV for some of these guys that they have on the roster that you don't see very often. Like, Sunny Kiss. 
Yep. And Marco Stunt. Mm. Well, we see Marco Stunt every time Lucha Express, Jurassic Express is anywhere, so. Yep. Yeah. And I don't like seeing a five-year-old child on my TV every day. Well, his mom signed a permission slip. He's good. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better. And, uh, sticking with the AEW news, uh, they've also officially signed Taz to a multi-year deal. Uh, details on that haven't been released yet as far as what he will do, be doing. Um, there was some rumor of a possible commissioner role that they're probably eyeing Taz for. Um, or maybe we'll get them more on commentary. Uh, which could be if they are adding a second show. Because this announcement came directly after the announcement of the second show. So we could possibly see Taz doing commentary for that. Which I'm kind of excited about because Taz does a phenomenal job in commentary. Agreed. So. Very much agreed. Um, we have some impact news. Uh, yeah, the Tessa Blanchard controversy. Ugh. Oh, yeah. So apparently Tessa was accused of spitting on another female wrestler and calling her the N-word during her time in Japan stardom promotion. Which, why? Um, yeah. Not sure the why. <clears throat> that really wasn't discussed as far as that. It was um, Allison Kay had come out and with the accusation of that. <clears throat> but, um, you know, others have also come forward claiming Tessa to be a bully, uh, which includes NXT star Chelsea Green, AEW stars Big Spole, and Shauna have both come forward with the same thing. So, which kind of questions, you know, this all came out before Impact's pay-per-view. Um, it was hard to kill, or hard to kill. So we're Tessa, number one contender to Sammy Callahan. For the Impact World Title, which Tessa ended up did win, winning the World Title, it, Impact actually pulled the trigger on that. But it, the stuff comes out like right as Tessa is about to enter into like one of the biggest opportunities of her career. Yeah. So, but it kind of makes you wonder how true all of this is as well, especially when you have multiple stars that are coming forward. True. Not with other things like that, but. Is insane, especially that impact will pull the trigger with that much controversy surrounding uh, their now world heavyweight champion. Yep, 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 yep. <coughs> uh, apparently, uh, Cage is to eat AEW, even though he fully claims that he has signed no paperwork saying so. Uh, his uh, wife also claims that he has not signed either. Well, the biggest thing with that. And they still haven't taken it down. Uh, Figures Toy Company, who do who makes the um, Ring of Honor toys and the um, Future Stars of Wrestling or whatever it is, <clears throat> basically they're recycled Jacks, ruthless aggression figures with new heads. Um, they posted a picture of their crappy cage figure, which really looks like shit. It is shit. Um, so they posted a picture of that. With the caption, you know, pick up the newest AEW superstars figure. You know, congratulations to Brian Cage for signing with AEW. That's where I saw it at. And I guess multiple sources have picked that up and, and ran with it, which brought Melissa Santos and Cage forward saying they haven't done anything, um, put ink to paper yet for any type of deal. Uh, so Cage is still working at show by show basis for Impact. Um, even though he is out injured with it looks to be like a bicep tear, though. But AEW is the perfect place for him. Absolutely. The huge advantage, huge gain, honestly, for AEW if Cage actually is going to AEW. They need someone like Cage that they can build, that people can get behind, that people can care about outside of the elite in Jericho. Yep. Cage is definitely that person. So. Uh, last bit of news. Uh, Impact banned from Twitch after a war wardrobe malfunction during the RVD segment in this week's Impact. So what this tells me 
is uh, RVD just needs to hang them laces up <laughs> and uh, just call it a career. He needs to take all his hoes with him. I think like the wardrobe malfunction wasn't even RVD. I know it's his, all his hoes. It I'm was sure. one of his two girlfriends, which violated Twitch's terms of use, so Impact got banned. <laughs> Stupid. I mean, Impact is more. They're not very family friendly in most cases. Like they lean more towards they're pushing more towards that adult audience that still is clinging to the attitude era. Um honestly when we get crap like R V D and his girlfriend's girlfriend and crap like that, no. Just doesn't make sense. Like I don't know how many times I've stated down here how terrible the attitude era was. Uh let's see. So Ooh, the rumor mill WrestleMania card. This was like a lot of people are saying this is fake, that it's not really the card for WrestleMania. Which you know always plans always change. With WWE, they change right up to the last minute, like five minutes before the show airs, or while the show is actually airing. They're constantly making changes to what's going on, like especially Raw, SmackDown. Um, pay-per-views are usually right up till the last few minutes before you know the show starts airing. Like very rarely with a pay-per-view, especially an event as big as WrestleMania, do they make changes you know really late into the show. <coughs> but the way that things are shaping up with current storylines, a lot of this card does make sense. Um. So we'll start um, start at the bottom there with triple threat tag team match for SmackDown tag titles, uh, which is the New Day versus the Usos versus Heavy Machinery. Three biggest teams on SmackDown right now. Agreed. And with the Revival's contracts coming up, I think the Revival's contracts are up before WrestleMania. And they haven't re-signed a new deal at all. So that would leave on SmackDown your the New Day, the Usos, and Heavy Machinery. Mm-hmm. So it only makes sense to put them in a triple threat match. Yep. Then you got Bailey versus Lacey for the SmackDown Women's title. That's shaping up that way. Um, Joe Owen Show versus Rollins AOP hardcore tag match. I mean, they've already, you know, since it's a Raw thing, Raw likes to throw, like, 30 of the same fucking things at us, not non-stop, so that surprised me either. Uh, John Cena wrestling, I mean, that could happen, could feasibly be be an option, um, hell, it might even be John Cena versus The Undertaker, I mean, could happen. Or it could be John Cena versus John Cena. Or John Cena versus The Question Mark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or maybe our truth will come out and they won the twenty four seven title. Yeah, so I'm sure our truth will win it probably twenty five more times since you know he hasn't had the most title title uh, title reigns in. Uh, There's been eighty four <laughs> title changes on the twenty four seven title, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the majority of them have been our truth. <laughs> Even though they've advertised. Uh, Rusev, Liv Morgan, Lashley, and Lana for next week's Raw. Um, it could still be a possibility that we see this on WrestleMania some way, shape, or form. Um, Becky versus Shayna Baszler could happen. Shayna could win the Women's Royal Rumble. I mean, we all usually get a few NXT superstars in both men's and men and women's Royal Rumbles. But I believe this year the Men's Rumble has 10 from each brand. Interesting. Or it's supposed to, I believe. It's supposed to be 10 from each brand. Which would make sense. It's not, they could possibly, they could even do the same with the women's Royal Rumble. <coughs> Actually, I don't think there are 10 women on Raw and SmackDown. I think NXT actually has a deeper women's roster than Raw and SmackDown does. I always think about that. So I see SmackDown, you have Dana Brooke. Sasha, Carmella, 
Bailey. Bailey. Well, if you well, Bailey count be the Bailey. champion. So, but I mean, so yeah. say you count Bailey. Sure. No. Lacey Evans. Uh, it's sad when I can think of five, and that's about it. Oh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Those are seven. It's seven. Um, Andy and Sonya. Andy and Sonya. So we got nine. So we got nine. So this is probably about how many there are. So then, you know, they're going to throw in those. They always got to put that one or two old school one in there. Yep. And then Raw, you've got Natty. Got Natty, Charlotte. Charlotte. Becky. Becky, Asuka, Kyrie Sane. Even though Kyrie Sane's injured. Um, Ember was drafted to Raw. Yep. Well, she's going to be out past WrestleMania. Yep. So what that, six? Yeah. Uh, uh, I probably count Lana. Yeah. Liv Morgan. So seven. So that's eight. Eight? However many that is. I don't fucking know. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Selena Vega. Selena Vega. Nine. Yeah. I'm sure we're probably missing a couple, but whatever. Um, triple threat match for the SmackDown. Heavy for the SmackDown Universal Championship uh, between Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and Daniel Bryan, which makes sense to me. Like, what else are they going to do? Uh, <coughs> NXT Championship on the line, Adam Cole versus Keith Lee. You see that happening? Mm-hmm. Styles versus Orton. Mm-hmm. And Brock versus Tyson Fury. Fuck. Nobody wants to see that shit. I hope that's, that's not true. The only thing on there that I just I don't agree with. But yeah. I mean, what can you do? Uh let's see to round out the rumor mill. Um AEW is planning to move on some WWE superstars whose contracts are coming up. Uh Matt Hardy, whose contract is up in March. And as we mentioned earlier, the Revival, whose contracts are up in April. Um, with Hardy and the Revival um, basically letting their contracts expire, they're not going to be straddled with a 90-day no-complete clause. So they can show up pretty much anywhere the next day. Amazing. Uh, whereas, you know, someone like Luke Harper, who AEW is interested in as well, was released from his contract and has to wait out that 90 days. So, Garbage. Yeah. Speaking of Matt Hardy, I uh, I heard the rumor is that uh, that uh, he's going to join the Dork Order and be uh, head of the Dork Order. I think <laughs> it kind of fits his character. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. But I mean, they are teasing something else because they had just had the segment that they had Wednesday night, the Dark Order... They're talking about who they were targeting, and um, like there was a voice which wasn't fat guy, um, evil Uno. It was like some other like distorted voice. So honestly, it could really work out to be like Matt Hardy or or someone else. But <coughs> uh, no figure news this week, surprisingly, um, as New York Toy Fair is coming up in a few weeks. So, pretty much everything is being saved for that. And that's going to round up the news and rumors and all that fun stuff for the week. So, um, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be back with our Get in the Ring segment. So, stay tuned. What's up, everyone? This is Chris the Heat Matthews, the host of the WrestleGeddon Podcast. And I want to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast and they give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. All right, we are back. So let's get in the ring. Schedule, bro. 
Alright, so let's jump into Friday Night Smackdown. Really nothing noteworthy. Um, Miz and Morrison turned heel, basically blamed the fans for everything. And that prompted the New Day to come out and Kofi wrestles the Miz, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. Um, Usos take on Corbin and Ziggler. Bobby Roode returns. And they just kind of beat down the Usos and Roman Reigns. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Aside from um, Ramblin' Rabbit trying to warn Daniel Bryan about The Fiend and give him some secrets, and then Ramblin' Rabbit dies again. Yep. Mm. Poor Ramblin' Rabbit. Um, yeah, that, that's SmackDown. Really, does anybody really care about SmackDown anymore? Eh, not really. Yeah. I mean, so, it's better than Raw. Yeah. Um, speaking of Raw, we had a pretty solid triple threat match that opened up the show uh, between Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles, which saw a couple of things. Um, Orton hitting a Styles clash on AJ. Which it looked like he was surprised he didn't break his neck. Yes. <laughs> and Drew McIntyre picked up the win. Yeah. That yeah. was a big thing, for sure. Big surprise on that one. Um, what else happened? We had the awesome segment between R-Truth and Brock Lesnar, which was just freaking hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God. Brock just could not keep a straight face. <laughs> yeah, he was laughing so fucking hard, along with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. so great. Um, the one thing, one big thing, takeaway, that I really, I kind of wasn't really paying attention to the, the contract signing. Um, between Becky and Asuka. Um, but they talked about it on Busted Open. Uh, Bully Ray specifically mentioning how well Becky sold Asuka's green mist. So, you know, saying how she actually made it look like that it was supposed to be painful, poisonous, blinding, and Becky did everything. Everything she should have done to make it look like that she was in pain. She couldn't see so she uh, she made the likes of the great Muda, Tajiri, and others who've used the mist. I'm very proud. Yep. Um, Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy for the third week in a row. Of course, Alistair Black beat Murphy again. Um, close out the show, we had that triple threat or six-man tag team fist fight thing. I don't even know what the hell that was. Basically, it was a last-man standing match. Um, Buddy Murphy is joining Rollins and AOP from what it looks like. No, has he helped, um, Rollins take out Big Show to get the win? Yep. That was probably one of the best things that I saw the entire night besides R-Truth and Brock Lesnar was them actually doing something with Buddy Murphy aside from losing to Aleister Black every week. Yeah. Uh, let's see. NWA. NWA. One of the best wrestling shows all week. Oh, yeah. So, uh, TV title tournament was the Dawson versus Dawson. As Zane Dawson actually picked up the win. Um, and he will move on in the title tournament. The funny thing with that is um, the crowd was chanting, let's go Dawson. Dawson, Dawson sucks. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Uh, Molina wrestled uh, for the first time on NWA Power since debuting. She did wrestle at Into the Fire. Um, she did beat Ashley Box, and then she laid out a challenge to Allison Kay, um, which I'm sure we will see at um, the pay-per-view Hard Times. Then we saw the six-man tag match with Team Morton taking on Strictly Business with uh, the Wild Cards and Scott Steiner. Uh, Ricky Morton's Team won. Ricky Morton's Team won. So we're getting Ricky Morton versus Nick Aldis. Next week. 10 pounds of gold. Next week. That nobody fucking wants to see. Ricky Morton is going to try to take some sweet Charlotte from Nick Aldis. Yeah. He's going to try He's going to fail. I, I think so. Um, 
So this breaks down, we talked about earlier with Marty Skirkle, um and his new deal with, with Ring of Honor. Um, we did talk about all this attacking Flip Gordon um, after the ROH World Title match between PCO and Roosh, and then strictly business comment during the announce table uh, during the uh, Concord event. So basically what this led to is Nick Aldis versus Flip Gordon for hard times. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited about that one. Um, it looks like it is going to be a non-title matchup. They didn't really announce, say anything that it was for the NWA title. But um, anything that gets Flip Gordon more exposure, I'm all for it. Flip is phenomenal. Absolutely. And let's see. We announced the big announcement from a, not AW, NWA. The uh, TV tournament finals were announced. Uh, so we've got Tim Storm taking on Zane Dawson. Uh, Ricky Starks versus someone not on the NWA roster. Uh, Zicky Dice, outlandish Zicky Dice, will also be taking on someone not on the NWA roster. And the question mark will take on the winner of Trevor Murdoch and Tom Latimer, um, which will be all upcoming on this week's NWA Power. Good stuff. NWA continues to put out quality product every single week. That they do. That they do. Uh, let's see. NXT, AEW had some pretty good shows this week, too. Yep. Yeah. NXT, we had the Broserweights and Webster and Andrews, which was a phenomenal opening tag team match. Uh, if you guys haven't watched Webster and Andrews go at it, they... That match shows you how good of a talent both of them are. Like they, the flips, the dives, the athleticism, all of it. It was something to watch. But unfortunately, they came up on the losing end to the Broser Weights. To the Broser Weights. Which actually, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunn surprisingly have some pretty good chemistry together. And that match was amazing. Uh huh. Uh, let's see. So that was one of the first one of two uh, Dusty Rose Classic tag matches. Um, we also had the Grizzly Young Veterans take on the Time Splitters, uh, which Kishida and the newly signed, I don't know if he's like completely signed to NXT, but um, Alex Shelley. Um, it's kind of surprising, the outcome of that matchup. Yeah, I... Uh... I thought it was kind of weird that uh, the Grizzly Young veterans took the win on that, seeing as they seem to make it a really big deal, Kushida having a mystery partner, and it's his former tag team partner, and they lose. So I hope, we hope, that uh, something else comes from this to where it's not just a BS shit. That's how I look at it. So Yeah. I can definitely see Kishida and Shelly making a run at Undisputed Era for the tag titles. They're pretty awesome. Uh, solid triple threat match for number one contender to uh, Angel Garza's Cruiserweight Championship, uh, which saw Isaiah Swerve Scott coming out on top over... Um, Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze and Leo Rush. Fun fact. Did you know Isaiah Scott is kill shot? I did not, but that makes sense. <laughs> I was sitting there, I'm like, some of those tattoos look familiar. <laughs> so I Googled it. And sure enough, kill shot. Awesome. I'm like, damn. That dude's like, amazing. I don't know why it ever clicked, didn't click with me. That dude's kill shot. Though. Yeah. But yeah, awesome. So. Angel Garza taking on Isaiah Scott. It should be a phenomenal cruiserweight match. Yep. No, 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 wait. He's not number one contender. You sure? Yeah. He gets added to the fatal four-way match at Worlds Collide. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mistyped that. That's right. Um, so it'll be... Isaiah Scott taking out Angel Garza and two NXT UK cruiserweights. 
Got so, you. No. That makes sense. That's what it is. So it was a fatal four-way for that. So. Awesome. It still should be an awesome matchup, especially with um, whoever NXT UK gets put in there. Which, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Tyler Bate and, um, like, Noam Dar or something. Noam Dar I could see. Um, I could see Mark Andrews also. Jack Gallagher. Jack Gallagher. Pretty awesome. Yep. God, Lana's ugly. Oh. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> we had the uh, main event NXT was the Battle Royal number one contender for uh, Rhea Ripley's NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Dakota Kai was supposed to be in this matchup, but she wasn't. Um, but Shayna Baszler was in it as a nice little surprise because she was not advertised for the match at all. And Mercedes Martinez. Yep. The latest signing to NXT. They also had that uh, that girl that was in Evolve on there too. She was, in, she was the one that uh, eliminated Baszler. The one, with the chick with the green hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of her name off the top of my head. Oh, I can't remember. A really big yeah, chick, yeah. Uh, really like popular one. I can't think of her name, but she was the one that eliminated her. Yeah, and uh, Casey Kenton Zero came back as well. Yep. Um, Tegan Knox also. Tegan Knox. Yeah. Yep. So lots of lots of fun returns and you know new signings and stuff in that women's battle royal. So really psyched to see Mercedes Martinez on the NXT roster. Yep. Super psyched. Yeah. All right, so AEW. Oh, by the way, before we get to that, uh, Bianca Belair won the match. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Nothing else matters. Not, not too hard. We, we that, don't really so. care about that, so it's probably why we didn't care. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, let's see. AEW starts off with a uh, fatal four-way tag team match between Kenny Omega, Adam Page, Proud and Powerful, the Young Bucks and the Best Friends. With the freshly squeezed, freshly orange, squeezed orange Cassidy at ringside. This was a fantastic opening match for AEW. Um, I mean, it set the pace of the show. Oh, definitely. So, um, Paige and Omega came out new number one contenders. So, they will be taking on SCU next week on the... Uh, Jericho's Rock and Rager Part 2. So, we're kind of looking forward to that. That should be a fun match. Um, but my biggest question is, why Why does PNP have to constantly pose for the crowd after they do a move? I don't know. I've noticed that, too. Then Ortiz looked like a fucking jackass. Yeah. Doing his little Michael Jackson thriller poses. Yeah. I, mean, I don't get it. Like, just stupid. Just finish the damn match. You know, whatever. Then Joey Janela cut a corny promo, too. That was very cringy. And I, just, I don't like Joey Janela. I don't either. So, um, what else we had? We had a terrible women's match. Um, it was a shit show, what that was. Yeah. Which sucks, because, like, I don't know who Mel is, but she looks like a dollar store Rhea Ripley. Brandy can Brandy can wrestle like I've seen her wrestle before um, when Cody and her were in AEW or not AEW Ring of Honor and um, Impact like she's not bad it's just she can't hang with someone the caliber of uh, of a Chris Statlander or um oh was it chick Cheetah yeah so like it's kind of She's not up to their level. So the, the match kind of dragged and it was kind of, I don't know, it was just stupid. But it's what you'd expect from the worst women, women's wrestler in wrestling. Yep. Um, let's see. You got Moxley in her inner circle thing, gets destroyed. Um, after he beats Sammy Guevara. Um, Jericho actually jabbed him in the eye with a spike from his jacket. I'm loving to see how they play this off next week. No, if Moxley doesn't come out with an eye patch, like it's just stupid. Yeah, agree. Moxley needs an eye patch. 
Um, six man tag match. Yes. Which was surprisingly very good. Very yeah. well done. Um, you have the Butcher and the Blade and MJF taking on DDP, Dustin Rhodes, and QT Marshall. I will say I really, really like the Butcher and the Blade. Uh, I need him to actually win a tag team match first before. Uh, no, before I just like the it. overall look and everything. Yeah, I guess and they're pretty solid. Though. Their in ring work is great. But them as a tag team, they flow very well. Mm-hmm. Um, DDP looked great too. Um, yeah, 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 yeah really good. Which yeah. was amazing. Yoga's, in my, yoga's paying off for it. In my holy shit moment of the week. DDP off the top rope to the outside. This is amazing. Oh. Well, one thing I noticed, like watching these matches with the the fatal four-way tag match and with the six-man tag, why is it that they all just stand outside and wait for whoever it is to come diving out of the ring? Yeah. Like especially when they're climbing up to the top turnbuckle and jumping from there out. They're like, oh, they're jump, come there, like, on. Come on, jump! Come like, on! Trust fall, we'll catch you. Like especially like during the tag match, that eight man tag match. There's a whole crowd of them sitting there, waiting for someone to jump out of the ring. They could have been fighting each other, or at least making it look like, hey, we're you know, the match is still going. We're just not waiting for someone to jump off the damn top rope so we can catch them. So that's that's my biggest complaint with a lot of that, but. You figure in 2020 we'd have that kind of stuff figured out by now, but I guess not. Uh, let's see. Number one contender match between Pac and Darby Allen. Um, sorry, not number one contender match. Who faces Moxley? Who faces Moxley next week for number one contender? All I can say is thank God Pac won. Because nobody really wants to see Darby Allen in his cutoff shorts and his sister's leggings wrestling John Moxley again. Yeah. Why can't this dude get actual ring gear? Like, kill you to get some tights like everybody else? Or some, like, shorts, something that didn't look like he stole them from your sister's dresser. Man. I hate Darby Allen. Mm. Fucking Darby Allen. Uh, let's see. Impact also had their pay-per-view this week, too. A couple of things I just want to point out, talk about. Uh, of course, we mentioned earlier, Tessa Blanchard won the Impact title. Uh, it's great to see Impact push the younger talent. You know, with RVD beating Daga. After the strong Brian Cage, uh, which I'm find out Cage was injured prior to the match, and Ken Shamrock defeating Madman Fulton. It's really great that they're putting over these younger stars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I see this Shamrock match. Uh, I thought he was dead. Uh, like a lie. <laughs> Just kidding. He's fucking old, man. Like Impact's relying too much on the older talent, uh, especially like the ECW guys and all that. And like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just, I just don't think that they're being utilized correctly in Impact. Whereas like AEW and NWA have a better idea of what they're doing with them. Um, like you look at the Rock and Roll Express, uh, Jericho. You know, Jericho still comes out on top on the majority of his matches, but he still makes the, uh, the you know, the younger talent, like Jungle Boy, still look great in that matchup. Um, Jericho should be like yep. the, the prime example of what to do as a veteran talent and help elevate your younger talent. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, that's going to wrap up the Get in the Ring segment. We're going to take a quick break and return with our Push Fire Berry trivia in our Q&A. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Hey y'all, this is Jim from Jim's Face Paint and Tassels Warehouse. We are your ultimate source for all your face paint and tassel needs, whether you are a superhero or a rock star. We also have a wide variety of colored mists. So if you're looking for more bang for your buck, shop Jim's Face Paint and Tassels at facepaintandtassels.com. Woo! All right, and we are back. So let's jump into it. Push Fire Berry. So each week we come up with a list of superstars, um, whether it be male, female, tag team, legends, jobbers, whatever. And basically what our goal is to um, randomly three get picked and our job is to figure out which one we're going to push, which one we're going to fire, and which one we're going to bury. So who went first last week? Uh, I, I did. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We are doing legends. Legends. I tried Ooh. to pick the oldest fuckers I could find. <laughs> so, uh. Push Fireberry Legends Edition. Yeah, man, if you don't get Macho Man, I'll be mad. <laughs> Alright, so my first one is Sergeant Slaughter. Who? Second one, Bruno San Martino. All right. Number three, Kevin Nash. Some, it's kind of tough, but it's kind of not. Um, I wasn't really, never really saw Bruno, didn't grow up watching Bruno San Martino. I watched Sergeant Slaughter. I watched Kevin Nash. So we're going to push Sergeant Slaughter. We'll bury Kevin Nash. And we'll fire Bruno San Martino. All right. So, Can't judge you for that. All right. And Garrett's turn. So fire up the randomizer. Here we go. Garrett's number one is... No, we're picking another no. one. We're doing. We got Sergeant Slaughter again, so we're gonna redo. No dupes. Yeah, it's random. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Second time in a row, Sergeant Slaughter. Apparently, <laughs> they want me to pick him. All right, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes, number one. Dusty Rhodes. I can do that. The American Dream. The American Dream, if you will. Number two, British Bulldog. And number three, Ted DiBiase. Uh, okay. Uh, it's kind of easy for me, too. Uh, I, personally, was never the biggest fan of British Bulldog. Not that I thought he was a bad competitor in the ring. I just was never a fan of his character. So, he's definitely who I would fire. Uh, I would push Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. And I would uh, bury uh, Ted DiBiase. Okay. Even though I should probably just fire Ted DiBiase. It's not like he fucking really wrestled anyway. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. Well, he wrestled quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Alright, so that is a Push Fire Berry Legends Edition. So let's jump into... Do Q and A or do, we do trivia? Let's do trivia. Okay, we'll, we'll save Q and A for last. Though, all right. So last week's question um, was, which of the following never appeared as a member of the Dudley family in ECW? Your choices were Snot Dudley, Chubby Dudley, Big Dick Dudley, and Stacy Keebler. Uh, if you knew the answer and you answered Stacy Keebler, go ahead and give yourself that good old fashioned Barry Horowitz. Pat on the back because you are correct. So, this week's question is WCW themed. And that question is, what was Dustin Rhodes' nickname in WCW when he was a heel? So, if you think you know the answer to this, you can either post it in any of the posts promoting the, this episode on any of our social media platforms. 
Or you can email us at askrussellgadden at gmail.com. Put in the subject link. Episode 25, trivia question answer. And then come back next week to see if you were correct. I didn't even know the answer to this. So, I mean, that was a pretty, uh, pretty solid question. So, again, that question was, what was Dustin Rhodes' nickname in WCW when he was a heel? Pretty solid. Okay. So, let's close it out with the Q&A. Think they got the answers. I change the questions. Q and A. Q and A. So we got a couple audio questions. We got one from um, I didn't really catch the guy's name, but uh, here is his question. Hey, Russell Game Podcast. It's Charlie. I love Roman Reigns because he can beat people with just one punch, and bam, they go down for the one, two, three. So my question for you guys is, what's your favorite woman Reigns match? Woo! All right, dude. You're a uh, big Roman Reigns fan, huh, buddy? Okay. Um, favorite Roman Reigns match. Okay, well, first of all, Roman sucks. Uh, we're going to throw that out there. Uh, I'm just going to say this because I can't. Uh... When he beat Brock for the title, because anyone who beats Brock for a title is a winner in my book. <laughs> I'm not really a big Roman Reigns fan, so I honestly I don't have a favorite Roman Reigns match. Like honestly, I mean, just there's nothing that stands out to me. There's nothing that I really really wanna want to see Roman do. So. Yeah, sorry about that, buddy. Um, let's move on to the next question. Yo, 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 this is your boy, White Ice, Mevin's number one pimp. And I'm taking them hoes from the street up into the club. That's right, your boy's opening Mevin's first strip club. So in honor of my new business venture, I wanted you guys to tell me what's your favorite match with something on a pole. Okay, so, uh, White Ice wants to know what our favorite object on a pole match was. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the process of looking at a match, because I was just going through stuff. Apparently, there was a really old school match. Back in the day, and it was at, I think, like, Great American Bash is what I'm looking at. And it was, was a, t- a raw turkey on a pole match. It was AWA. This is hilarious. November. This is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Who wants a raw-ass turkey? Oh, this is great. Oh, this is great. You hold that fucking turkey. <laughs> you weird motherfucker. <coughs> oh man. Mine. I don't know. There's so many. Like these there like, are so many. Object on a pole matches were so bad. It's really kinda hard to narrow down like what my favorite one. Um you had stuff like Viagra on a pole, coal miner glove on a pole, nightstick on a pole. Um Kendo stick on a pole. Guitar on a pole. Pink slip on a pole. Uh, Oh, man. There's contract on a pole. So much stuff that you could literally put on a pole and have a match around. I'm sure there was a woman on a pole sometime. Uh, Yeah. um, We had uh, Judy Bagwell. Buff Bagwell's mom on a pole. Awesome. She wasn't really, like, on a pole, though, because I think she was on a, uh, like, forklift or something. I think she was in a wheelchair. Amazing. Was that the coal miner's miner's glove on a pole? (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) But, uh, it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of hard to nail down, but, uh. (coughs) Yeah, there's a lot of bad ones, though. They're they're all bad. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> they are all bad. It's like you can't really pick like a like the best like item on a pole match because they're all bad. You're right. On a forklift. There we go. On a forklift. Bagwell versus Canyon. Judy Bagwell on a pole. Uh, that's that's my pick. So, on with that one. Ooh, a coal miner's glove, a blow-up sex doll, a framed picture of Scott Hall, and the WCW World Heavyweight title. That tops it all right there. Yep. Amazing. That was Booker T and who? Booker T and... Do-do-do-do-do. I don't know. I don't know what they say. Oh, Jeff Jarrett. Booker T versus Jeff Jarrett. Why the fuck do y'all always want a fucking frame picture of Scott Hall? You creepy bastards. Why was there no guitar on the pole? No guitar? I mean, Andy want to blow up sex hall? Y'all are fucking weird. Wow. Weirdo. Alright. Thank you for that question, White Ice. And good luck in your uh, future business endeavor in Mevin. Yeah. Evans first strip club. Yeah. Have fun with that. Good luck. All right. So that's going to bring us home. That's going to wrap up another edition of the WrestleGet podcast. I am your host, Curse the Heat Matthews, with your other host, Garrett G. Money Monk. Thank you guys for taking some time out to listening to episode 25. And we'll see you all next week, episode 26. Where we kick off the road to WrestleMania. Yeah, buddy. Oh, Rumble. Oh, Next yeah. Sunday. Week from Sunday. A week from Sunday. So here we go. So, of course, that will be the Royal Rumble preview episode. We will run down the Royal Rumble. We will give you our picks for the winners of the Women's Royal Rumble match, the Men's Royal Rumble match. Um, of course, whoever else, no title matches, the other match. So, we'll pretty much run down the card for that. Uh, we've also got NWA's Hard Times that Friday before. Hard Times. Hard Times. So it's going to be a good time. And we'll see you all next week. See ya. Stay classy, Marks.